Food for Thought on News Talk 760 WJR is presented by Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan and by the Food Bank Council of Michigan, creating a food-secure state. Here's your host, Dr. Phil Knight. Leaders see better before and beyond than the rest of us. That's why they're leaders. But they also come back from the future to shape the present in an effort to enhance the future they've seen. This rare ability to see and to shape at a personal leadership level is too often not seen enough. But at the corporate level is more rare still. The power for creating a better future is contained in the present moment. You create a good future by creating a good present. These words describe the work, the mission, the quality, the leadership, the personnel of Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan. There are companies that see the future and shape the present in order to enhance the days that are to come. Preserving and protecting the present, thus ensuring the future, literally is the work and mission of Farm Bureau Insurance. And their Senior Vice President of Marketing, Vic Virtuero, is in the studio to share with us and to discuss why food security and getting ahead of it is of particular importance to a company like Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan. You come back and be with Jerry, Vic, and myself here on Food for Thought. Welcome back to Food for Thought, sponsored by Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan and the Food Bank Council of Michigan. Once again, here's your host, Dr. Phil Knight. Jerry Prasand, the president and CEO of the Gleaners Community Food Bank and the chair of the Food Bank Council of Michigan's board, my boss as well, is in the studio with me as always. Jerry, welcome back always to WJR. Great to be here, Phil. Thank you, my friend. Today in the studio, as I announced in our monologue, um, is a, a, a young man. Thank you. A great leader. <laughs> Vic Virtuero, who is the Vice President of Marketing at the Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan. And uh, Vic, you and I came across each other about three years ago, and we just hit it off. And I think part of the reason is you're just about as passionate about what you do as we are passionate about what we do. And those two lives are intersecting. Well, I, thanks, Phil. Hi, Jerry. Uh, you know, it really is something to be uh, excited about when you think about uh, how you're going to spend your life, and why don't you spend it doing something meaningful and something mm. that you really uh, are committed to. And so when I uh, got to hear your story and some of the things you're doing, uh, it does line up with what I believe um, is all about uh, an opportunity to uh, uh, to do good in the world. And I, I think anybody can make a living. Uh, I want to make a difference, and yeah. I think that's where you're at, too. Well, absolutely. Well, wow, that's, that's very well said. I think it was Winston Churchill said, we make a we make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. Ooh, man, you're pulling out the heavy artillery. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good off the yeah. top, top of my head today. So <laughs> love it. Uh, one of the last opportunities that you and I got to be together was at Paul W. Smith's WJR, big St. Patty's Day bash. Yeah. Yep. Um, and um, while we're standing on the floor there and, you know, really just a who's who in Michigan of influencers and leaders are coming through there, we just began to chat and talk about this opportunity. And I think for everyone uh, knows, but let me connect the dots just to say that 
that Food for Thought here on WJR is sponsored by Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan, and that's largely due because of you. And so Jerry and I have to say thank you for believing in us and for believing in the mission and for Farm Bureau Insurance to coming alongside of the Food Bank Council and our network of seven food banks. Well, you're very kind to say that. And uh, Jerry, uh, thank you for what you and your organization uh, does throughout the state. Look, uh, us coming alongside of this effort uh, is, uh, uh, I hate to say it, but it's a no-brainer. I mean, honestly, uh, when you think about the importance of what you guys are doing and the power of what uh, you do to change lives, uh, man, us coming alongside and be a part of that uh, is uh, is really a, a pretty easy thing to do, you know. And, and Phil, when we got together uh, at the uh, WJR event, uh, honestly, uh, it gave me a chance to remind myself about the great work that you guys are doing and some of the work that uh, that happens uh, all year long. And look, uh, I'm glad I'm on radio because I, I look pretty fat on TV, and so I can tell you, um, I don't think a lot about where my next meal is coming from. Right. But you and I both know, Jerry, that's the work you're in. People get up uh, every Every day and are wondering about their next meal. Are you kidding me? That this is America. This is not something that any of us in Michigan that that can tune in and hear this radio show. That's nothing that we think about. And the thought that you guys every day are helping the people that that don't live in a secure food world. Man, um, we're just proud to be a part of it because we think it, it matches up well with our DNA. Well, it it does for sure. And, uh, and and I can already tell that my co-host over here is chomping <laughs> at the bit. So go ahead, Jerry. He can Do- tell because it happens all the time. Yeah, and I, I, know. I recognize the book. So just, all right, take off. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, well, first of all, I, I grew up on a farm, a Christmas tree farm, oh, up in the Upper Peninsula. Really? So, uh, what you town? Know, at Barriga. Oh, very yeah, good. You know, Barriga, you, uh, probably yeah. know, you probably know the Wamhoffs a little bit, oh, too. Oh, absolutely. I know they were very Jake, Jake passed away lot, so, not so long ago, but and we miss him terribly. But, yeah, great, yeah. great folks. So they were our neighbors that owned the farm that, that we lived on. But all that to say, um, I do know from that growing up in that a little bit about the DNA of the people that you're serving in your work. And there's a lot we're going to we're going to segue into uh why it matters and how this connection makes. But if you could just take a minute just to let people know who do you serve every day? <laughs> well, um Tammy Versero is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> But that's that's a, a whole other story of the love of my life. But right. uh, um, it really, the 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 thing that 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 when we look at Farm Bureau, Farm Bureau is a, a very unique organization. One time, Jerry, one time I was at a national meeting and I had a vice president of marketing on my on my uh, my name badge, and the guy looked at me. He paused. He looked back in my eyes and he said, he says, are you the one? And I go, well, I'm a one, but not the one, because he thought he'd found the national vice president of marketing for all of Farm Bureau. And they doesn't exist. Honestly, uh, <laughs> there's, there's different organizations that, are, that were created, Farm Bureaus. E- each of the Farm Bureaus were created by, individually by states. And some of those insurance operations grew into great big organizations. Like down in Ohio, they created nationwide insurance. Uh, mm. Over in Illinois, um, they have uh, country companies. Um, here in Michigan, we got Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan. We're a single state operation. We're owned by the by the uh, farmers of the state of Michigan. And interesting enough, back in 1949, we used to have other insurance companies doing services for us and giving Farm Bureau members discounts. But what happened was nobody seemed to 
care enough about rural Michigan up and up in the upper peninsula or out in the rural tundra of Michigan man nobody wanted to do business there and so uh, we actually had farmers that come together and demanded that we start our own insurance company in 1949 and in 1951 we started a life company but what that translates into Jerry is that is that um, just like you are board of directors that you're a part of you got people that really care about the mission well our board of directors they don't fly in on Lear jets and and two thousand dollar uh, pinstripe suits they're showing up with pickup trucks out in front of our office uh, and they they each one of them are successful business people and uh, and they get together for their board meetings and we report to that board and boy you know what happens when you got consumer advocates that are your board members you know you're you're paying attention to business and I I'm really proud of that and and uh, I was telling uh, telling Phil earlier you know uh, every one of those board meetings start with prayer um, I think that's fairly rare in, in corporate America boardrooms. I think there's too many people and too many um, people that are that are fighting uh, for space. And uh, I'm just really grateful that all those years ago, 37 years ago, I found an organization called Farm Bureau that I could hang my hat on and live a life, like you said, Phil, making a difference, not mm-hmm. just a living. And I think that's really, uh, that's really what's important to me, Jerry. I'll tell you this. Uh, having grown up on a farm and realizing that an act of God can take your whole annual <laughs> livelihood away <laughs> That quick, you learn to pray real good. Oh, my. I was going to say, there's probably some prayer going on in corporate boardrooms, but not for the same reasons. <laughs> well, there's some, you know, just the other, what was it, a month ago or so, uh, we had all those winds, and we didn't get a single drop of hail. Uh, we didn't have rain. Right. Uh, we yeah. didn't have a thunderbolt of any kind, and it was one of our company's largest losses because we're a rural, basically a rural company across the state of Michigan. We desire now to move into suburban Michigan and try to do a good job bringing those rural values forward into some of suburbia. And uh, and interesting enough, all that wind came along, and man, did that knock us off our, our game Boy, for a little just bit. Just like that, right? Yeah. I'm praying in your next board meeting, too. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Value. We talked about value. Tell us the value of E equals MC squared. Oh, wow. Well, you know, uh, that's an old uh, play on, on, on some stuff that I'm not very good as far as uh, when you get into uh, mathematics. But E equals MC square is enriching Michigan's children and communities. And that is a, a kind of a slogan, if you will, that we created. Wow. We have uh, what we we have a number of, of partners that we're really proud of. The Detroit Lions, the Pistons, uh, Lugnuts, all these different MSU, U of M, all of those those great organizations. But the Pistons and us have done a really fun job of, of uh, remodeling uh, local school districts' media centers. So we go into some very impoverished uh, schools schools that, that really don't have the funds hardly to keep the roof from leaking, and we go in and, and blow out their uh, their library media center, put in uh, all kinds of different innovations in there and investment, and make it something really for the students to be excited about. And Jerry, we feel strongly that that, that type of initiative, where we're taking people, 50 people, we load them on a bus out of Lansing, we drive them down to, uh, last year it was Flint, other years it's been down to Coleman, a young school down in inner city Detroit and trying to make a difference and and of all things bring hope to these people that are doing the Lord's work of trying to help these young people and Jerry your work in trying to feed people uh, in the state of Michigan help them feel more secure about their food sources man I I truly believe we can't educate any child unless we can bring them to school with a full belly and that's really important Well, let's segue into that in the next segment to talk about how our mission and your mission uh, kind of 
collides or coincides together. And uh, Dick Bershaw, we're so happy that you're here with us, Vice President of Marketing at Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan. This is Food for Thought, Jerry Prasan, Dr. Phil Knight. We'll be right back. It's Food for Thought with Dr. Phil Knight. Jerry Brisson and the Vice President of Marketing for Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan, Vic Bertiro, is with us. And uh, Vic, I guess I got to just say, just just throw this out right now. Just get it out here. Yeah. I talked with uh, with you guys, I don't know, three years ago or something, shared some statistics with you, a couple of one-pagers about food insecurity in the state of Michigan. And I'm telling you, you and your leadership were visibly upset, particularly when it came to the statistics about children. Mm. You just could not tolerate, which I loved, the idea that kids are not getting the opportunity to be who they could be and want to be because they just simply don't have enough food or the right access to the right kinds of food in order to approach their education or their life or their physical or their mental development as the rest of us have been able to do. Yeah. You know, for me, I think the biggest thing that that is frustrating for me is that my family grew up, we didn't have a lot, um, but you know what? We We never went for looking for food. Hmm. Um, and, uh, and we had a big garden and all this other stuff, you know, to, to, for fresh vegetables, but people in inner city, uh, uh, don't often have that opportunity. I know there's some initiatives in, in, uh, Detroit that, that provide some of those kind of opportunities, but you know, um, uh, we're getting so far away from, um, those generations that grew up on farms or that had grandmas or grandpas that, that were farmers. And now they're so far away. We think our food comes from Kroger's or Whole Foods or Myers or whatever it is. And, and it does, but you know, on the other end of that are the people that are the the uh, the folks that have to go out and grow it, and and what concerns me is that I think about um, the importance of of just getting the right facts out, the facts that that we've got children that that uh, that need food, and we've got to find some answers to that because if those kids are wondering about where they're going to eat or whose house they're going to be at next mm. next this weekend or or some of those those changing issues. Boy, I tell you, Jerry, they will not. They will not be worried about their school assignment. They will not be worried about paying attention in class. They will be actually acting up because um, they just can't see a future that's bright and positive. And that's, I think, what's powerful about talking and and motivating people to pay attention to the food bank needs because the people that have this need are individuals that that if nothing else, the food bank can bring hope. And hope, in my mind, is the building block of everything in our lives. Hmm. Wow. You know, said. It, absolutely right. And so I, I, I want to I take that one further step and say it's also critical to our businesses. It's critical to what we're going to pay for health care in our future. I mean, there, there's so much about food security where I would put this way. It's not about necessarily, you know, are we going to get ahead of it? It's what's going to happen to those left behind. If we don't get ahead of it, our products are going to cost more money. Our education system is going to cost more money. Our health care system is going to cost more money. I mean, I just saw an article the other day about how much of every price of every car is health care, hmm. right? 
You look at that across the industries and say, what's affecting healthcare the most? And can you tell me that food is anywhere but the top? So here we are. We're, we are addressing a very important charitable need. We want these kids to thrive because we care about these kids. But it really is our future. And when you're in the insurance business, I think you get a finger on the pulse of the future a little bit more than the average person. Well, you know, I, I think, and I, again, I go back to what the Pistons organizations and Farm Bureau Insurance have done. My best example of this is Coleman A. Young School, where we took a, a boatload of, uh, a busload of our employees out of Lansing uh, and drove them down to uh, Coleman A. Young School in inner city Detroit. It's an elementary school that was on the closure list. Closure list, right? And so all around our, our are homes that frankly don't qualify for traditional insurance programs. We got to send those through uh, a, a, um, a different type of program in order to insure those homes. So these aren't our traditional markets. But what we know and what everybody within the sound of this radio station should know is that we're not doing those things because we think there's an ROI that's going to be some form of insurance purchase that's going to be made. This is an ROI for the entire state of Michigan right. because fundamentally, if we don't get our youth uh, properly fed, properly raised, properly educated, and give them an opportunity, then all is lost. And to your point, Jerry, everything's on the on the payroll. If we can't get fully functioning employed people that are that are quality uh, employees and quality workers throughout the state of Michigan, um, and that all starts with education. And fundamentally, it starts with a full belly so I can get to school on time and start learning. And man, these things are connected. So you said it really well. That's exactly what this is all about is, is the top line uh, of this whole thing, which is which is uh, causing uh, a, a fundamental change um, then and breaking and snapping the poverty uh, cycle that we get into. Well, it's, it, you know, you guys have covered a lot of great areas there. The workforce development uh, is is another thing that's going to be in our paychecks if we're not careful, if we don't get ahead of this as as we think that we can. Uh, but if you go back, uh, my wife, Christy, is uh, at, in, in one of the school districts, and she's in charge of all the at-risk populations. So everybody that's not in, uh, uh, you know, special needs or the, everybody, foster kids, uh, homeless children, everything, every time there's a behavior issue, she can trace it back to food insecurity. Mm, wow. I don't mean sometimes. I don't mean 80% of the time. I'm telling you, the kid's got an attitude. It's like the Snickers bar commercial. <laughs> you give them a Snickers bar and, and literally an apple or you know something more. But you give them something to eat, and it fixes a lot of the problem. And, and you, know, you can cure hunger with, with, with access to food, but to create food security involves these other areas that we're talking about, education, economic opportunity, uh, workforce development. It, it contains it all. But as multifaceted, complicated as it may seem, I have no doubt in my mind that when folks like this get together and talk about it, Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan, interested in creating food security across the state. When stakeholders like that come together, great things can happen. Well, I think the, I think the big thing, the the question, and you know, all always we talk about uh, WJR listeners. They're they're a fantastic group of well-educated people that that are out there, oftentimes business people. And I want to just suggest that every single one of us that have a chance to hear this show, we ought to ask ourselves: um, Is it possible that our organizations that we represent can we find a way to be a force 
for good. A force for good, meaning that I don't, you know, I want you to be involved with 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 uh, this kind of uh, uh, food opportunity and and trying to create food security. But you know, if that's not your thing, be a force for good. Find your spot in the world and do and make a difference. And it goes back to anybody can make a living. Let's make a difference. And Detroit needs us. Southeast Michigan needs us. And there's spots mm-hmm. around the state that would surprise you how they need uh, the food banks. And so, man, that's our chance. That's our opportunity. That's, that's for sure. Hey, we're going to come right back. I know you're cranking over there to jump back in here, but give me just a second. Take a break with Mark here. And uh, Jerry Brisson, Vic Bershow is with us today. He's the vice president, senior vice president of marketing for Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan. And uh, I'm Dr. Phil Knight. We'll be back on Food for Thought. You're listening to Food for Thought with Dr. Phil Knight. Brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan and the Food Bank Council of Michigan. Welcome back, everyone. Dr. Phil Knight here, Jerry Brisson, Vic Perchero is with us, Vice President of Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan. Vic, um, Jerry's got a follow-up, and then dead gummit, I do too. Wow. So, Jerry's always, <laughs> Jerry's always got so we're not going to let you out of here too soon. Oh, All right, go, Jerry. Right, so two, we have two things that we always want to accomplish, and one is having people like you on the show who represent you know, obviously some tremendous interest of a lot of people. You represent great people, core of the earth people, right? Um, who are saying, yeah, this is something that ought to be solved. And so just for for our listeners to hear that from so many different people, this is something that ought to be solved is one of the ways we're changing the conversation. The other way is to set forward the path to say, so it's not just words, right? There's action steps along this path. So certainly being present with us today, investing some in the show, investing in E equals MC squared, those are some of the ways that you're on this path with us. And so... You know, for again, thank you for that. We really do appreciate it. What are you seeing coming down the pipe? I mean, you know, how do you, how do you see this impacting the future and the path for the state and for your constituents? Well, you know, I, I, honestly, I think what you guys are doing here, um, and that's why we're so proud to be a part of this thing, is that is it's all all issues that need to be resolved begin, I think, with awareness. I mean, there's mm. so many caring people, and when you <laughs> just look at the GoFundMe pages out there, yeah, right? Right. I mean, right? People that don't even know, complete strangers, they look up and they, they they get moved by these right. by these elements and all of a sudden they're giving uh, in a fantastic way because they thought they wanted to make a difference mm-hmm. and and you know um, uh, so many times we think about those immediate needs of making a difference that what is overshadowed is the long-term messaging of big issues like this and so you might say well how am I going to ever affect hunger in the state of Michigan you know it's the same thing all great journeys begin with a single step and I would think mm. that that literally thousands, hundreds, millions, whatever the number is, all of us stepping together and doing our fair share to try to help um, some of the hungry in Michigan. We've got food pantries that go um, that have great needs every single year. We have the the you know uh, a variety of every once in a while we'll look up Jerry and there's there's canned food drives right. Well let's let's take a moment to see what it takes. What does it take to go into a Myers? The other day we had a canned food drive. The other day um, uh, and uh, um, I w- I tried to help and it's Instead of throwing a couple cans in, I, I walked back to the behind the area um, in the back of the store of Myers, and I said, "Hey, um, fellas, I want I want to buy some cases." 
And so, you know, what is what is a case of, uh, you know, 89 cent soup cost, you know, uh, but what the difference it could make inside of somebody's uh, food pantry. And so you cart out a few cases in your, in your, how much time does that take? It's all mm. begins with awareness because we're all busy, right? We've got yeah. busy lives. Right. And I think the, the biggest step forward for us is to say, you know what, uh, food pantries and the hungry people in Michigan, we need to find an answer for that because it relates to the top end issue of what kind of a state are we going to have? What kind of a country are we going to be? And if people can come through poverty and lift themselves up through um, education um, and think of the great stories we got, that that's the kind of happy ending I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm me too. Me too, Vic. Because uh, you know, to take the toxic stress of of hunger off the table and replace that with access to healthy, nutritious. Michigan-grown food Very good, yeah. <laughs> uh, is is uh, it has so many positive um, ripple effect. You know, it's unintentioned, unintentional uh, opportunities that it creates, and we're finding that as we do the show. Uh, we just had a conversation with uh, three manufacturers in Southwest, where you've worked for a number of years in Southwest Michigan that are saying, okay, we're paying, we know this is what we can pay. And you can open our books. This is what we can pay. We can't pay more than this right now. We want to pay more and we recognize it's not a living wage. How can you help us build, bridge that gap? Mm. And they are looking at it as an employee resource network and what role does food play and how does that have household impact into folks's family budget. Yeah, isn't that isn't that something? You know, again, there's a classic example, somebody that has awareness, somebody that understands and gets it and says, "Look, we want to employ as many people as we can, but in the bottom line, we can't pay them 20 bucks an hour, but right. we can get them started. Can you help finish them? Right. Can you get them the rest of the way and get them through that process?" So again, I, I think the big thing is hope. And you know, um, when you think about the state of Michigan, Michigan is second only to California in terms right. of agriculture diversity. That's amazing. Can you yeah believe the cornucopia of, of of what we have to offer in this state. So everything from Forgotten Harvest to our food banks to the way that we can uh, stitch these together, we can be, get our agriculture community excited about making sure that, that they're doing their fair share and then think about the business community that's out there and the people that if they just become aware and have conversations about it, think of what happens with when that happens. Like our, our St. Patrick's Day moment, we right. have a chance to get talking about this, get excited about it, and talk about what can we do and uh, I, I just think that's where it all starts is awareness and getting people uh, to have the conversation because the need is huge and just because we don't see it doesn't mean it went away yeah that's exactly right Vic Bertro he is the vice president for marketing with Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan he's Jerry Brisson so Jerry I can tell here comes follow-up number two. Oh, my. <laughs> well, we have had the Michigan Department of Agriculture on here talking about one of the gr- most uh, significantly growing businesses in the state is, in fact, people getting back into small farms. Now, here's where I want to talk about risk and what I want to talk about how we protect our community from an emergency food standpoint. To get into a small farm invites a certain amount of risk. I know your underwriters know that probably better than anybody, mm. right? It's, you it's, it's your constituency. It's what they do. But they understand that risk is worth taking. Well, what, 
about those that take the risk and don't make it? For whatever reason, what's going to happen to them? Are they going to know where to get help and how to get help? Because anyone can fall into that for a moment in their life where they took a risk that didn't pay out. That's not because they were lazy. That's not because they were stupid. Things happen right? So as we walk the path with our neighbors and we understand that risk is part of that path, providing a safety net that says when you do something that doesn't work out quite the way you thought, you're not alone and you and your family are going to get the help you need until you get back up and do the next thing you have to do. And that is, to my mind anyway, one of the ways that our partnership is so important. We're both about what happens when you have to manage risk. We both understand it's a critical part of life that has to be managed. But what we got to know is what does it take to manage it? How much to who, where, and when? Well, and I think too, Jerry, the one thing that we cannot ignore is one of the one of the nation's premier, not just national, worldwide premier land grant universities in the form of Michigan State University. Yeah. That's what they do is agriculture. And I'm telling you, uh, the resources there are are virtually limitless in terms of people that can help and especially resource a small farm operation. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that we need to think about is that risk always is something that's in every single business. Um, thank goodness we're not talking about the risk of not being able to find a meal, but we're talking about maybe the risk of that farm enterprise not not being able to sustain itself. But the small business and niche marketing of a small farm operation is incredible. I can't believe some of the opportunities that are there when people look at um, ways of doing things differently. Large-scale agriculture, very expensive. Small niche farming, uh, tremendous opportunity. Well, I, I, I think it's a great point there because um, without Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan standing in the gap for those who are investing their life to create Michigan the second most agriculturally diverse state in the entire union without giving those people the freedom. You understand what I'm saying? The Mm -hmm. freedom to be able to chase their dream and make this happen. And you guys providing the safety net. Because we say on this show a lot that solving hunger, creating food security begins in the field. And, and without that safety net that Farm Bureau Insurance provides for all of us, farmers specifically, but for the entire state of Michigan, we wouldn't be able to have this dream of creating food security. Right. Uh, look, uh, like I said, Farm Bureau Insurance sells uh, farm insurance, auto insurance, home insurance. We do it all, uh, not just for farmers. We do it for everybody across the state of Michigan. We're proud to do it. But most importantly, our DNA is that we want to be a force for good. And that's the power of what uh, we think we bring to the state of Michigan. And I can't thank uh, the food bank uh, organizations enough for what they're doing. It's meaningful, it's relevant, it's powerful, and it brings our state, some of our most defenseless people, it brings them hope. And that's something to be proud of. He's Vic Bertrand, Jerry Brisson. Vic, thanks for being on Food for Thought with us here today. It's spectacular to have you. Truly an honor. Thanks so much, guys. It's, let's let's do it again. Well, I'm in. All, All right. right. All sounds, right. Sounds good. I'm Dr. Phil Knight. We'll be back on Food for Thought in just a moment. It's Food for Thought with Dr. Phil Knight. And now a Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan moment. I have on the phone with me Kevin Messing. And Kevin, it looks like you and your wife, Sarah, are recipients of the Excellence in Agriculture Award. And I know from my 
uh, work with Farm Bureau that that is a very prestigious award. So the first thing I should say is welcome to the show, and second, I should say congratulations. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me, and thanks for the congratulations. We're very excited and honored to have received the award. Tell us a little bit about what that means. Why is it such a prestigious award that, that you've received? Well, Farm Bureau kind of calls this award for or they give it to people who don't derive a majority of their income from a personally owned ag operation, but are still actively contributing and involved in showing leadership in agriculture and involvement in things like Farm Bureau and 4-H and things like that. And so to be recognized for the things that we've done is, you know, and come out on top in the state is really a great honor for us. It it really is, and I, I'm so pr- I'm so happy, and uh, and the Farm Bureau folks just think so highly of you and Sarah. Um, well, tell us what is your what what exactly how are you involved in the agricultural world? Sure, sure. Well, for our careers, my wife Sarah, she's a business manager for an animal pharmaceutical company. Okay, and so she kind of covers an area, and she works real closely with um, farms and vet clinics on. Um, proper vaccine protocols, analysis of the herds and cost savings opportunities. And so that, that's really a big job because, you know, our food, our meat, and our dairy, that's by law that's antibiotic-free, but she really helps with kind of educating farmers and vets and to make sure it stays that way with proper uh, um, use of all the products and that and it's a you know it's a big job and then for me i work for michigan sugar company i'm a field consultant and so i work directly with the farmers growing the sugar beets i cover about 80 growers and 17,000 acres of sugar beets grown uh in the northern san Juan county area here in michigan wow that's awesome well we know that from our mass program the michigan agricultural surplus system we are able to work with some of the farmers uh, to receive their seconds. And uh, I, mm-hmm. I see the orders that come through, and I know that there are some sugar beets that that come to us and go to our seven food banks and also go out into the Feeding America network uh, sure. that's across the nation. So, um, you know, I just, I just can't thank you guys enough for um, how you're investing your life. And, and, uh, and you know, I, I'm thinking about Sarah and ensuring that, uh, there's a high uh, quality of safety, and um, it's it's an, it's a, it's great to have you guys on the show. And I, I have to say, excellence in agricultural world award from uh, Farm Bureau is a is a great honor, and I I think they made a great choice. Well, thank you. He's Kevin Messing, his wife Sarah. They are the recipients of the excellence in agriculture award from Farm Bureau of Michigan. Jerry, Vic Vercherow. Uh, the vice president of uh, marketing for Farm Bureau Insurance, standing in the gap for all of Michigan. What were your thoughts? Well, I think uh, again and again and again, we see that uh, people who are concerned about making our state successful are concerned about food security. And they all come to the same conclusions, right? You've Kids are our future. You've got to make sure they have what they need to thrive. And things happen that 
cause people to fall into food insecurity for a particular period of time. And if the safety net is in the right place at the right time with the right people doing the right work, you can solve these problems and move on to a mm-hmm. more successful future. I mean, it, it, and how affirming is it to have somebody who represents, I mean, quite a few constituents across the state come to us and say, we want to be part of this. We know this has to be solved. And, you know, being part of that is a joy in and of itself. I mean... Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's any small thing that a very successful homegrown insurance company started by farmers by the agricultural community in Michigan for Michigan wants to come alongside of the Food Bank Council and our network to say, we want to help you to create food security across the state. And like so many people that get involved with schools, it doesn't take them much involvement to go, whatever we're doing to fix the media centers or to to fix the classrooms, we got to feed these kids because if they don't get enough to eat, none of this investment is going right. to matter. It, it doesn't, right. It won't pay the dividend that they we need it to as a, as a society. Right, absolutely right. So here's the food for thought from today's show. A friend is someone who walks in when the rest of the world walks out. Then there are friends who've always been in the room with you, and you know they'll never leave. Regardless, these type of friends are a rare find. And in the context of Food for Thought, the Food Bank Council of Michigan and our mission to create food security in our state, Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan is and has been in the room with us. They are a unique company that embraces the three bottom lines of profits, people, and planet. They are friends who walk into the catastrophe and hardships whenever they knock you down. And they are, they are upset with the current state of food insecurity in our state, especially with children. And they are a company who is a catalyst for leaving things better than when they found it. So thanks to Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan, who saw the need, the opportunity for partnership with the Food Bank Council for a brighter and better vision for Michigan's future. I'm Dr. Phil Knight. Thanks for being with us. Jerry and I will be back next week right here on WJR. Food for Thought has been a presentation of Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan and the Food Bank Council of Michigan, creating a food secure state.